Hello, 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 and welcome to Queen Made of Light, the podcast, and I'm your host, Sierra Elise Harris. As we move forward into this new year, I'm sure we all have things we're taking with us and things we want to leave behind. I feel like I can say that last year was empowering in some ways for us as a collective. Kind of mashing up 2020 and 21 since I can't really feel where the line begins and ends. But after living at home for a year during the pandemic, we all started to make decisions about what we will no longer negotiate. Whether that be being taken advantage of in a workplace, obsessing over weight loss, or even changing our pronouns. Last year felt like a step in the right direction in terms of finally standing up for ourselves and making decisions that lead us towards living a more authentic life. But just because we are headed in the right direction doesn't mean that all of those years we spent learning those toxic mindsets will magically go away. We've all been awakened to the idea that the things we picked up as we grew up contributed to the fears we have as adults. And in this episode, I want to talk about the magic of unlearning all of them and sharing some tools on how to use our past to inform our future. So let's get into it. Topic number one, who told you that rest was never an option? In this culture we live in, we romanticize grind culture. So much so that some of us don't even share things on Instagram unless it sounds like some sort of personal win or accomplishment. When we come up with goals and New Year's resolutions, very rarely do they actually include taking a break. We've told ourselves that the only way we can succeed in this life is if we are constantly holding on to it for dear life. So we see mindfulness things like meditating and going on long walks as distractions instead of the battery charge that is essential for reaching any goal. We've convinced ourselves that we are not deserving of success unless we are all consumed in our quest for it. And that kind of thinking just amounts to burnout and feeling like you need to move on to the next thing as soon as it's accomplished. Maybe your ideas of rest came from your relationship to purpose. Growing up, I always identified having a purpose with having things to do, with striving and with planning. Over time, I've started to believe that I cannot have an equally restful and purposeful life, and that is just wrong. I did my first yoga practice of the year last week, and the first thing I thought was, I haven't breathed like this in a long time. I'm so quick to get to the next thing, so focused on having something to prove that I'm willing to glance over checking in with myself and my well-being. But the reality is, if you are not taking care of yourself while you're going after all of your goals, nothing will ever be enough. If you don't treat yourself like a commodity, You will get to the finish line huffing and puffing and will barely get a chance to take a moment to be proud of how far you've come. No amount of success is worth jeopardizing who you are and your relationship to who you are. Rest will save you more than anything else will. Topic number two, asking for help is weak. You know why vulnerability is scary? Because you have to be brave enough to do it. Somewhere along the way, we learned that if someone sees our weaknesses, they will change the perspective they have on us as a whole. 
that life is better when you keep your head down and do it alone. I'm that girl in school who hated group projects. The fear was I'll get stuck with people who won't do the work or I'll have to depend on each person to pull their weight or the fact that I'd have to give up so much control. So I grew to always go at things alone. I told myself it was because I knew I could handle it. But I think I'm just scared of asking for an opinion, of compromising, and perhaps compromising too much of myself. And for someone to see that I don't actually have it all figured out. Maybe you come from a family whose perspective was what happens in this house stays in this house, which turned you into a person who never talked about your problems for fear of being a burden. And the idea of therapy sounds like a luxury you can't afford. But the truth is, humans were not put on this earth to do it alone. We are here to connect and to grow together. Let go of your ego. You don't have to prove to the world how wonderful you are by being in control of everything. You are not good at everything, and that is perfectly okay. Ask for help and receive it so you can be better at the things you were put on this earth to do. You have permission to depend on someone other than yourself. Topic number three, boundaries are rude. You are not for everyone and everyone is not for you. There is a world where both respecting someone and keeping them out of your life can exist. You are allowed to outgrow people who at one point felt like a lifeline to you and you are allowed to give less in a friendship when you don't feel like you are receiving the same energy back. I think for me, I grew up believing that the more friends I had, the more liked I was. And it wasn't until my 20s that I started to realize quality is more important than quantity. In order for me to respect myself, I need to monitor the ways that people have access to me. And that includes family. As humans, we can only take so much. And in order for me to be a good friend, partner, and daughter, I need to take care of myself and pour from the overflow of a full cup. We feel like bad people for trying to explain to someone that setting up a boundary with them is actually because we love them. It can be a hard concept to wrap your head around when you are not doing the very painful work of inner growth and healing. But setting a boundary with someone is saying, I want to have a relationship with you where we respect ourselves and each other. And this is the best way for me to do that. Boundaries are an act of self-love. Boundaries are a way to make sure you aren't being taken advantage of. And boundaries keep people safe. If anyone in your life ever makes you feel shame about setting a boundary with them, know that they are being triggered by something that has nothing to do with you. Acknowledge their resistance, stand your ground, and keep it moving. As human beings, we are all working from a place of this is the only way I know how because the way we were brought up told us to. But it is our job to go down the path of self-evaluation and growth and unlearn toxic behaviors so that we can become more empathetic, compassionate, and brave humans who get to live out our beautiful divine existence. Getting to know your past self allows you to fall in love with your future one. 
So in this episode, I listed only a few things to be unlearned, so please feel free to explore some more for yourself. Journal them out as prompts. Feel free to share any of your findings with me, family members, or friends. Share this podcast with others so that they can do the same. And please like and subscribe if you felt this podcast was helpful. That would mean the world to me. And like always, thank you so much for listening. See ya.